I'm your host, Pete, and welcome back to Level 99. This week, I wanted to cover what is container technology. Most likely, you have all heard of Docker, Kubernetes, Rancher, and some of these other companies. And they use container, containerized technologies. So now, all right, so what does all that mean? So at a high overview, the idea of a container, it comes from actual shipping containers. How each shipping container is isolated from the next container with different cargo. The same concept is also applied in containerization technologies. How one container might contain just a OS and another container might just have a Apache based web application. The standard package of software is then known as the container. Then it bundles the application code together with the related config files needed in the libraries with all the dependencies required to run an app. But keep in mind that each container should only be used for one thing. One container tasked with one job. In order to break that out some more, take a look at your phone, for example. Think about each app being a container. Each app does one specific task, one specific role. So if you need to open up YouTube or Facebook, you just hit on that one app. That one app, its only job is to open Facebook or to run Facebook. Make sense? So why even use a container? What's the point, right? Especially when we've all seen, played with, heard of a VM or VMware, right? Those, that technology has been around for ages, tried and true. Often the problem of an application failing to run could be due to the OS, you know, being outdated, the packages being outdated, the libraries, especially when you're moving it or migrating an application from one environment to another. Containers kind of enables you to have a cookie cutter kind of scenario. Because you know, if you take this application from one container cluster and you put in another, it will work. Whereas the VM, if you're migrating to another one, there's a lot of other things that come in play. Containers resolve that issue by being so lightweight. An application with its dependencies and its configurations are packaged together as a container, and a containerized application can be tested as a unit and deployed then as an image. The way a VM traditionally runs is you have the host, you have the host OS files and libraries, and then each VM on top of that. Now each VM is it's very heavy. So when you open up a VM or you need to log in into your machine, think about a traditional VM infrastructure or setup as a kind of like a computer lab. Each desktop there has its own libraries or packages installed. Not every computer there might have the same packages or same software installed, 
was taking up so much room, so much space. And when you need to patch one, it's going to take a lot longer because you have to hit every single one at a time. The biggest thing about it is that VMs, you have to specifically designate the amount of resources for it to use. Even if you're not using all of it, it's still going to be taking up, let's say, a terabyte of space on, on the host. It's going to take up a terabyte space. Now, alternatively, and the, the reason why the containers are lightweight, each container will use what it needs. And as it needs to grow, it will scale up. The other good thing about that whole container cluster is you would only have to patch the initial base image or the host that it's sitting on, and then you're fine, right? Because remember, one job, one application per each container. So if you have, for instance, 100 applications on a VM, you have to patch 100 VMs. When in this cluster, you only patch one, and the rest of your 100 applications are good to go. Now, if you're still kind of confused about the two, just think about a container being a very lightweight VM. No, containers, they're very lightweight, mainly use what it needs, and can store more containers on the same host compared to a traditional VM. Now, containers are still fairly new. Before, it was only used for a dev and test scenarios, but more recently, organizations have realized the benefits to it, and they have scaled it out to production environments. So a lot of times when you're hitting a website or using your favorite services, you might not realize it, but it's actually running on a container. Fun fact. The other good added benefit for a container is that your entire maintenance is going to be a lot less, which is why it's so convenient. And it takes a lot less time for a container to boot up than it does for a traditional VM. Those of you who have been in the VM environment or have your own at home, ever messed around with it, you know it takes some time for it to come up. Whereas a container, you know, as long as you just boot that the host OS and you just need to boot each container, it's it's very fast. It's it's almost simultaneous. So the 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 benefits definitely do outweigh the cons in some scenarios. If you're unable to get the experience you need for containers at work, definitely you know, install the package on your on your on your home machine and just play around with it. It's free. I know for a fact that Docker allows a bunch of free containers that you can play around with just to test out in your home setup. Essentially that's how I started off my experience with containers to see what it was about. I remember a few years ago when it was like this new craze and every company was starting to adopt it. And I just didn't understand what it was. I am a hands-on learner. So I really needed to just download it, look at it, and see what it was, like how it works. Because I couldn't understand the concept of it. And by doing that, I started to understand the concepts, the basics, and the principle of what a container is. So I highly encourage all of you to just download a simple container 
whether it's Kubernetes or Docker, dealer's choice. Nowadays, there's a bunch of free websites that even let you do it on a like a web browser session where you can download a container and mess around with it on that. You know, just see what projects are out there. Just do a poll or create your own. There is so many how-to videos and blog posts about creating your own image or just spinning up your own host or service. You can't really go wrong which, with whatever document you go to, but first step, download it, try it out, see what you can do with it. So to recap, the three major benefits to a container is agility, you know, the simplicity for a developer to build applications to run on a standardized approved platform, reduces the time on the development team, and test the process on ship applications faster. It's a lot easier for security too because that platform's already approved. You don't have to worry about all the scans anymore. It does definitely speed up your deployment process. Portability allows standard format for all apps to run on, prevents the old issue of, hey, you know, it worked on my laptop, but like, I don't know why it doesn't work now. It's easy to migrate between platforms or to cloud services, consistent format that's usually approved by the business, which is key. Scalability, containers being lightweight, it allows more applications to run at the same time compared to a VM that requires a lot more maintenance. As you guys get your hands on more on container technologies, you will notice two schools of thought, and that being pet versus cattle. So with pets, you know, you wanna take care of them, raise them, love them, nurture them, and you just wanna make sure it's good and healthy and stable. Whereas cattle, you just grow it and like, eh, shoot it, done and bring in another one. So with containers, that's essentially what it is. It's kind of like the cattle school of thought. If it's not working or you see that the instance is bad, or I should say, sorry, the container is bad and you're having some issues with it, shoot it, start it over, spin up a new one, boom. So, and due to the fact that it's so lightweight, you're able to do that a lot better, especially when some environments it is cr critical. Whereas with a VM, it takes time. Just something to think about. I should also state that this episode is not sponsored or have any affiliations with Microsoft. But anyone who is interested in learning more about these technologies, I have noticed that Microsoft has published a lot of fantastic documentation, which I kind of used for this episode. If you guys are in your searches or trying to learn more and you see an article posted by them, definitely worth checking out. I think their content that they have provided is at a very high level overview of some of these technologies. So definitely worth checking out. Hopefully you've all learned something new this week. So take care. Good luck out there. And until next week.